Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Ricky Thompson was on the field for that Texas uh, 38-6 route, also on his way to Orlando later in the week as Baylor opens up uh, road play, first road game of the year against UCF. Ricky, thanks for your time with Craig and Paul and me. Do you feel like getting on the road might be good? I do. I actually, Smokey, I enjoyed playing on the road. I just think it's a different atmosphere. It really adds, I think, a little fire in your stomach when you hear that crowd. And and uh, particularly now after four in a row at home when you've had the streak that we've had and the, the difficulties we've faced, I think it's probably good to get away. Uh, get out on the road, be in the hotel with your team, have the flight, uh, play in a different atmosphere. And sometimes I remember Texas Tech last year. Man, that was a a road trip that at the time I don't think anybody expected, and you just blow those guys out. So, yeah, I, I do. I think it's a perfect time to get on the road, to tell you the truth. Well, Ricky, kind of a similar situation. There's going to be a ton of pomp and circumstance, uh, you know, about this is their first Big 12 home game. The 2013 team is going to be back and being honored, much like Patrick Mahomes uh, to a certain level. You know, I mean, for it's kind of the same thing for UCF as, as Texas Tech. So those guys are going to be back getting honored at this game. So it is ripe for a disappointment for UCF if they, if they don't mind their P's and Q's. Well, it is, and I think, I know in my case, and I bet you three guys, too, didn't expect what we saw in Lubbock. I mean, that was the perfect scenario for Tech. Night game, at home, blackout, honoring Patrick Mahomes, Baylor coming in for the first time to face Joey McGuire. If anything, you might have expected that to flow the other way at 45 to 17 versus the way it did. But sometimes when you get this much excitement or pressure included for a home team with with this type game, it can be uh, the reverse of circumstance. So I think that's what we hope for in this case. Ricky, they had that opportunity at home this past weekend. There was a hot crowd and sold out and a lot of stakes in play. And uh, we know the end result was Texas basically blowing that game open after one quarter of play. Did you look at that as more of like, well, this went wrong and this what's wrong? Or did you look at that mostly as like, just Texas is just a better team, plain and simple? How did you kind of break down the loss last week? 
I think it was a little of both. Uh, number one, I think Texas is really good. Uh, probably the best we've seen them since their Vince Young era, that period of time. I think, too, that we played into their hands a little bit as far as not playing that well, making some mistakes, uh, getting inside the 26 or seven times and kicking two field goals. I just think it was one of those perfect scenario nights where uh, it just ended up being really tough. But, uh, Craig, I I mean, I just think it was both. I, I, I do think Texas is really good. I don't think they were that much better than we are when we're playing the way we should. Ricky, we had Mac on yesterday, Mac Rhodes, and, of course, uh, a lot of people uneasy right now. Everybody's probably angry, mad, frustrated, bitter, whatever else. But he didn't give out the proverbial, you know, statement that he's got Dave Aranda's back, but he did say he has all the belief in the world in Dave Aranda as a head coach. What do you say you're an alum, letter winner, and you're there watching the game about the uneasiness of Dave Aranda's future? Well, I, I I hate that for him. I know it puts a lot of pressure, and it particularly probably for his family as much as anything. He's got kids that go to school here, and just him personally and wife and all. I I hate that for them, and I think it's a little quick to be making those statements because uh, we've got to throw a, a COVID year in this thing, and I know everybody uses that as, as an excuse, but in some foreign fashion it is but ultimately we all know that this comes down to winning games and that's where success is measured uh, i don't think that there's pressure to the extent of a job this year for dave aranda i don't but we all know eventually uh, we've got to win again i don't you know you don't have to go 12 and 2 every year but you also can't go 2 and 7 6 and 7 and whatever this year could be if we don't flip this thing around, uh, those things stack up and it gets frustrating. It's frustrating for the crowd. It gets frustrating for the players. I mean, I've been in those locker rooms during difficult years and that is no fun. Believe me. Uh, even if you don't hear the outside noise, uh, there starts to be some inside noise and that's where you really got an issue when that starts. And I think Dave's doing a good job of controlling that part of it and, being isolated in that form and I don't think he hears a lot of the outside stuff but uh, ultimately guys uh, you got to win games so we'll see where that goes. Ricky do you think that they have the talent on the roster right now to compete in the Big 12? Uh, I do. I don't think they have the particular talent to win it Mm -hmm. right now. Just opinion. But yes I think they've got the talent to compete and uh winning Saturday and then coming back against Tech and you're three and three, which I think both those games are winnable if we play. Uh, Blake coming back is going to be a big factor. we got a couple of defensive linemen coming back. Uh, we had some corners that were at. We actually played that game last week with three corners against probably the best receiving core and counting outside guys and tight ends that you'll see all year. Uh, and I think they showed that. They took advantage of it. So, uh Specific answer, yeah, we've got the talent to compete. Don't know that it's 21 talent to win it, but I think you can get back there if you continue to recruit. And I've said this before, uh, you watch those 
freshmen that did play in that football game Friday night, they were among some of the better players we had on the field. And those two corners, I think, have a tremendous future uh, in Big 12 football. Ricky, is it red flags galore if they're not able to run the football this weekend, just given that how much of a – I mean, Texas was Texas up front. That was part of the deal, of course. Also, it was Baylor's execution. But UCF is not known for being particularly stout. They've got some guys, but um, if they can't run the football this weekend, is is that setting off a bunch of alarms for you? Well, it's a concern, absolutely. I think K-State had 281, am I right? I think they had 281 yards rushing last week against UCF. Won that game 44-31. to uh, I know UCF has an outstanding receiver. I don't know if Plumlee's going to play or not. I kind of think maybe not. But uh, they're talented offensively if they've got a weak spot. It is on defense. And uh, we know K-State tries to run the football. But when you rush for nearly 300, I think that's an indication that we better be able to run the football. I really like the idea of moving neighbors to full-time running back. I don't know what y'all thought about him Saturday. I thought as far as quickness, hitting the line of scrimmage and the ability to make guys miss and take it home, he looked really good. So I like that idea. I think Dominic should be healthy. Uh, Richard Grease, I don't know where he's been. Mm -hmm. I guess three carries last week. That's surprising. But, uh, yes, I think the running game is very, very important. And let's see, too, what the difference if Mike's back, which indications are he probably is, let's see what kind of difference that makes in getting the ball to these guys outside and in the seams in the middle of the football field where Sawyer struggles some with lack of experience. Let's see what that does too. And those two, to me, work together. Running game plus throwing the ball in the middle of the field, I think those feed off each other. So, Yes, I think running game is very important, and we better have one this weekend. Ricky, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Ricky Thompson, former Baylor receiver, wide receiver, NFL with the Redskins at the time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.